All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. I'm your host, Brownson Arabiji. I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Path of the Righteous. The Most High put it on my spirit to speak on all praises. This episode, we are going to focus on the importance of gratitude towards our Creator and the importance of alignment and connection to our Creator, as well as the importance of knowing thyself. You know, a lot has changed and has occurred in my life within the last few months. And I knew it was the time, the right time, to speak on all of these changes and to help inspire and motivate because I've been inspired and motivated by other brothers and sisters in the truth who've led me, who've helped lead me to where I am today, who've given me information. In turn, I was able to use my common sense and my discernment to break down that information, to confirm that information and make the necessary and even vital changes to my life. You see, Gratefulness to our creator is something that I don't take for granted or take lightly. Anyone who knows me on a personal level knows this about me. I'm straightforward with my alignment and connection to the most high and I don't shine away, shy away from it. Because I've firsthand have witnessed the changes in my life. My family and friends have witnessed the changes in my life. I'm no longer the person who I was years ago or a decade ago, let alone six months ago or a month ago or a week ago. I'm at a point in my life where I'm inspired and motivated daily in various areas of my life. And I'm in rare form right now because I've never felt the way that I've felt, even with all things considered going on in the world. You know, of course, everyone has their ups and downs and their dark days, but those have really been limited. For me, especially in the last few months. You see, when you are searching for the truth and you're genuinely looking for the truth, 
when you are genuinely seeking the most high in alignment, you're going to find it. As long as you put aside any arrogance, any ego, any preconceived notions, any pride and any stubbornness. You see that right there were vital aspects as far as my change, as far as the growth in my life. I had to get rid of all of those negative areas of my life. I had to put them aside. I had to learn that it's not wise to be someone who thinks that they have every answer or someone who can't challenge even the the so-called foundations that I supported. And I began to realize that the majority of people, even truthers, have difficulty being able to see the world objectively because most people are typically always going to have their arrogance, their ego, their preconceived notions, their pride and their stubbornness get in the way of objective reality and truth. And that can ultimately limit you dramatically. And I've seen it limit so many people where people will essentially plateau in their journey. People will go down a certain path and hit multiple dead ends and have to turn around over and over and over and continue to hit dead end after dead end after dead end instead of continuing down the narrow path of the righteous. And there's many reasons for it. You know, obviously we've spoken on all types of reasons as to why these things happen to people, why we veer off course. You know, you, if you're going to speak on why people veer off course, you got to speak on the indoctrination systems of education, financial, government, healthcare, and religion. If you're going to speak on why people are unable to snap up out of their brainwash, you have to speak on the idolatry, which comes from those systems, those indoctrination systems that keep us in bondage, that keep us enslaved, that ensure that the mental, physical, and spiritual shackles are tightened to the point in which we don't even want to try to escape, that we just grow accustomed to our current situation. You know, this system wants you to become dependent and complacent and eventually comfortable and lazy. And once you be once you fall into any of those areas, it is incredibly incredibly difficult for most people to climb up out of it. I've said it once and I've said it before this journey of mine has basically been occurring throughout my whole life. You know, the the points of my life in which I wasn't seeking the most high were my darkest points. Were the points of my life that I experienced the most pain and the most trauma. Were points of my life where I was hurting those around me, family, friends, loved ones, even myself consciously and subconsciously 
you know, and it took some time for me to finally realize this. And I oftentimes will just look back at my life and I, I get overwhelmed. I always remind myself of the importance of gratefulness because when I actually look at my life and look at all the ways that I was living, I know 100% that if I continue to live like that or even similar to that, I would be on the road to destruction. I would be a part of the herd mentality. I would more than likely be lining up for an injection. Even though I've always been against, you know, vaccines ever since I got sick from my last one at 18, I probably would have caved. I probably would have given any excuse as to why I needed to take it. You know, I could say, oh, it's for my career. It's for my so-called job. It's for the ability to travel. You know, I want to go to concerts. Anyone who knows me knows I'm an, I was, I used to be an avid concert goer. I've been to over 60 shows in my life. I've flown to different states to go to festivals multiple times, all solo dolo, all alone, because that's how much I love music. And that's how much I love the concert experience. You know, I probably would have said, oh, well, I need to take the shot for, you know, my family and my friends and strangers. Or I would have talked myself into it and said, well, I've already been vaccinated earlier in my life. What what harm can this one do? And I may then, more than likely may not even have looked into the vaccine, meaning those that are pushing it, their history. And those who've been injured from it. You see, I would have had the blinders on had I not been aligned and connected with the Most High, and it hasn't been an easy road. This has been the most challenging, oftentimes draining, but yet fulfilling process that I've ever had in my life. Nothing has come close to it. Nothing. No amount of anything in Babylon, whether it's getting my education, whether it's getting my diploma, getting my first career, and then moving up the corporate ladder, all of these things. A lot of people from the outside looking in will look at my life and be like, wow, at your age, you did all of that in the corporate world? At your age, you've done this, you've done that, you've been here, you've been there, you know this person? You know, and it's easy for a lot of people to live their life based upon their identity, based upon their, I'm going to call it based upon their Babylonian identity, because we really think that these careers and these jobs and money and status and wealth and popularity and vanity and materialism is what life is about. We really do. The, the vast majority of people really, really think that way. It's because the vast majority of people don't know themselves therefore how in the world would they know our creator and no i'm not talking about the creator from some religious perspective we're not talking about any demigods never on this channel we don't do idolatry 
We're not talking about some Fabio looking stranger with long flowing hair who can turn water into wine and hangs out with his apostles and plays craps and, and, and board games and likes to walk on water and wear Crocs. No, we're not talking about that character. We're not talking about Buddha. We're not talking about any Israelite camps or any tribes they try to give you. No, none of that. We're not talking about any of the God names that they give you. We're not talking about Yahweh or Yah or Yahuwah or El Shaddai or Elohim or Hashem. I mean, must I go on? I mean, they give you a billion different names. You see, I had to climb out of, up, out of that. I had to sift through all of that. At one point in my life, my family put me in the church. I grew up in the church every Sunday. I remember going to church as young as like five years old, four or five years old, just having to be woken up, having my sleep disturbed, <laughs> making my parents making me dress up in clothes I didn't like, tight fitting shoes, tucked in shirts, bow ties, to waste my whole entire Sunday <laughs> and take away from our family time to go listen to a pastor, a sweaty pastor, screaming, looking like Reuben stuttered, with the choir going crazy, as if we're at some kind of sporting event. You know, I always viewed church, <laughs> I've always viewed church as very odd as a child. I never understood why a lot of the adults were shaking uncontrollably and falling to the ground and and crying and, you know, praising Jesus, all these things. Never understood it. Never understood how a, a man could be my savior. And at that age, you know, of course, I can't put those words. I couldn't formulate those words into sentences and describe how I felt. But anyone who's in tune with the Most High knows that your spirit has a certain vibration, a certain connection to the Most High. And so you, you feel, you feel it. You absolutely feel it. Some people call that your gut instinct. So even from a young age of going through that process of Christianity and, you know, watching my parents so deep into it and watching how much faith they had in it, of course, there's times in my life where I was brainwashed into it. Of course, there's times in my early to mid-20s where I was still going to church, you know, still searching for something outside of me. You see, everything that they give to you is external in this system. It's never internal. That's one thing that you got to understand is that it's never internal. It's always, you got to go here for this. You got to speak to this, this person for this. You got to do this because this expert or leader said this. You got to think this way because your teacher said so. Your professor said so. It's never ever about you. It never has been about you. It's always been external. So even in my 20s and mid-20s and coming up out of Christianity, I knew deep down it was BS because, you know, you'd feel good in the moment, but then you are left with so many questions that are never answered because the pastor's not gonna have, you think the pastor's gonna have a Q&A? You, you really think, oh, if, you, if you 
are an avid church worshiper or a church visitor and you want to challenge me, next time go to church and ask your pastor for a Q&A. Just watch them tiptoe and tap dance and backpedal. You won't get be able to ask them any real question. And so even deep down when I was still going to church in my 20s, I'm like, something is missing here. And you know what it was that I later found out? It was the spirit of the Most High. It was the spirit of justice, righteousness, and truth. It was the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. It was the spirit of common sense and discernment because there is none in the church. There is none in any religion. And so even when I came out of Christianity, you know, there's a, a, a period of my life for about four or five years, I want to say, where I started getting into Torah. You know, I had found a lot of the controlled opposition and Nephilim on Instagram before I even knew what those what those terms were, how the enemy worked. And I came across so-called teachers, so-called elders that taught Torah. You know, and you know, the one thing that they drew me in with was oh, you know, Jesus is not real. Like the the most high is actually, you know, by him by himself. You know, and a lot of them were like, oh, the most high actually is black and his his chosen people are actually black. And anyone who's known me has known I've had friends of all shades and colors. So I never, ever have been about racism or playing the victim card. None of my friends could ever say I played the victim card growing up, <laughs> like never, because I was friends with everybody. I didn't look at it that way. So even when they started the psyops, when Obama was in office with Trayvon Martin you know, with, you know, I don't know all their names. There's too many. I don't care. When they started with all those psychological operations, I didn't even buy into that. I never went to no Black Lives Matter rally. I never retweeted anything from Black Lives Matter. Are you kidding me? I instantly knew in my gut that that was a division scheme. It was. But where I got tripped up with when it came to Torah was actually buying the Torah and starting to read it because that was the first time in my life that I actually started picking up a so-called word of God and reading it never had done it I always had known that people just faked it till they make it you know how many Christians I know or people in religion who've never opened up their book so for me I didn't want to be a pretender I didn't want to be phony I actually genuinely wanted to know the most high genuinely I remember for a period of between, you know, 2000, I want to say 2000, right around 14, maybe, maybe before, all the way up until like 2017, 18, I was doing the whole learning from other people as far as Torah, right? And that's when I started looking even deeper into, you know, things like the Federal Reserve and, you know, fluoride and vaccines and all of these things. So I was, I was picking up momentum, right? And so Torah, for me, it helped me as far as understanding good and evil and why things were the way they were. And of course, I fell for the whole Deuteronomy, you know, curses of the slaves because I didn't realize that it was just a script that they were giving us, how they lied to us and gave us the fake history of of slavery, 100% made up history 
when they told you, oh, blacks were these victims and, you know, they built this, that and the third, you know, they did that so that everybody could have a visual representation of slavery and they wouldn't question their own current slavery, a world in which you're born and you once you're old enough, you have to pay to live. Imagine that no other species in this on this earth pays to live. Only us. You know, this nine to five rat race just sucking the soul out of people where they can't even spend quality time with their own children, with their own family, with their own spouse. And then we wonder why everybody's decimated. Families are decimated. Children are messed up. Suicide is up. Drug use is up. Alcohol abuse is up. Domestic violence is up. And I'm not even talking about just the pandemic. The pandemic was what, you know, made everything spill over. That was the tipping point. People were already nuts before the pandemic. I'll tell you that much. So even going into Torah, you know, I genuinely was looking for truth. But one thing that never stood right with me, the Torah, that I always was thinking about were multiple things. You know, one main thing was this whole chosen versus unchosen and calling everybody else, you know, heathens. And there's another term that they use instead of heathens, but I, I forget. And how certain nations wouldn't inherit the kingdom and all this. And I always thought that was just messed up, man. I always thought that never made sense. And even upon reading that, I finished the Torah twice within a year span. And I'm talking about like highlighting, underlining, footnotes. If you actually look at my Torah, that thing is beat up. The binding is pretty much gone. I, I would I literally put my head down between the years of 2019 and 2020 stopped altogether with sports and fantasy sports and all of the outside distractions that I knew that were bringing me down I stopped going out to bars and drinking you know I really honed in because I knew it was time even before the pandemic kicked off I was already focused on you know Torah and oh the Sabbath the Sabbath like you know all these things And so coming in to this year, 2020 to 2021, the last two years, when I sit back, I can genuinely and confidently say this is these two last two years have been the best years of my life. In terms of the mental, the physical and spiritual growth that I've received in terms of the wisdom, knowledge and understanding the most High has bestowed upon me. In terms of the common sense and discernment, how I've sharpened them like iron you know and the fact that I can genuinely help people I've had friends thank me who've given me kudos for the podcast who've who've been supporters and I honestly appreciate them so much lifelong friends real talk friends who actually understand what I've been trying to do you know, it's it's hard when you can't see people that you love and care for often. But when you can still have that same energy when you meet up and you can still, you know, have the same vibes, it's it's the best feeling in the world. And that's how that's why I feel so grateful right now. That the most high opened my eyes and 
I asked the Most High to please bring me into the truth. Please bring me closer. And the Most High did so. I asked the Most High to please reveal all things to me. And so I remember coming across the, the brother Edgar Mendex, I think at the end of 2019, but I think it was actually around spring or the beginning of 2020. And I had never heard any brother in the truth, anyone, brother or sister in the truth, with so much passion as Edgar and so much direct directness. And it wasn't the type of Israelite camps where, you know, they debate and argue for hours and, and talk over each other and yell and scream. No, I'm talking about this brother just spoke like a lion and it hits your soul. And it was stuff that you could look into and verify. And so, you know, as time went on, even brothers like him started realizing the deception, you know, through, you know, there's other brothers in the truth, like surf only the creator. Shout out to that brother. Shout out to the brother, Paul Davis. Shout out to the, the brother, the mag, all of them and have helped me see things and helped me question things. And it's been super, super amazing to look back at the growth and realize that the path that I was on, I was on the way to hitting a dead end. For real. I was on my way to hitting a dead end, especially if I would have continued with Torah. If I, especially if I would have continued with this whole, this whole mindset of their so-called Ten Commandments. And when I say law, statutes, and commandments, when you think about what I'm saying, yes, those terminologies are from Torah, from Old Testament, even New Testament. Not so much the new when it comes to the laws, you know, and statutes, but all of those terms are from that boat. What I began to know, what the Most High revealed to those brothers I mentioned was that this was all still division. This was all still religion. And I was at, I'm, I was at a point when I realized this, that I was able to look into the things they said and looked into it myself, asked the Most High for confirmation, and I got it. And they were correct. There's no arrogance. There was no ego. You know, there was, there was no pride. There was no stubbornness behind it. I, I just knew that they were right because it confirmed my gut instinct, especially when it, when it came to how violent the so-called God of the Torah and the Old Testament are. Just killing nations, killing women and children, killing animals, killing th th tens of thousands of men, killing his own men, sending plagues, you know, all of these things. I'm like, dang. I'm like, wow. So it's really like this? I was like, I guess you have to fight fire with fire. You know, I fell for the whole notion that the Most High creates good and creates evil. You know, if anybody, if there's longtime listeners, if you just go back to a lot of my episodes, you'd see in the description boxes when I'd use scripture. And even in the episodes, I'd have at least like a half hour where I'm just reading scripture, just like a dummy. <laughs> You know, you know, a lot of and the thing about that is, yeah, there's wisdom, knowledge, there's wisdom, knowledge and understanding of the most high in the Torah. Right. But a lot of most of that is already common sense. You already have that in you. When you have a soul, when you have the spirit of the creator, it's already in you. A lot of us just don't know that because we've never tapped into our potential. Like I said, and like I like I mentioned and just in discussed in the episode of Know Thyself. When, when we are at a point where we are stunted as adults, and I, I mean stunted as in our growth, 
when our growth is stunted and our growth is hindered, we are never ever going to know ourselves and we are never ever going to hit our potential. Therefore, we'll never hit our stride. And so, being able to come up out of all of that, I'm so forever grateful to the Most High. And there's so much more to learn. I'm, this, is, this is a lifetime journey. Honestly, it's a lifetime journey of learning because I've had to unravel the onion of my life, honestly, for half of it, more than half of it. All the pain and trauma of my childhood, of my upbringing, my, you know, adolescent, young adolescence, my early adulthood into today led me to this path it really did and I absolutely know my destiny I know my purpose it has nothing to do with the career or a job or a title or a position or a salary or a bank account or a Roth IRA or a 401k or cryptocurrency or stock options it has nothing to do with any of that no vanity no materialism no social media influence none of that it has to do with my soul and how i can participate and add value to this creation how i can help other people and that's why I give all praises every single day, multiple times a day, I do. And it keeps me fueled. It keeps me focused. And ultimately, it's provided me with peace of mind. Peace of mind is not something that is easy to come by in this world, in this satanic world. So my gratefulness and my gratitude to the Most High remain steadfast because I know how easy it is to slip out of peace of mind. I know how many people that are suffering from calamity because it is worldwide. If you just look around at the people, they're defeated. Many people are soulless. People have nothing left. They're just going through the motion. And it's a very, very sad state of affairs. It's not something that I enjoy witnessing. It's not something that has been easy on my spirit. There's some tough days. I've had some dark days, man. This pandemic has affected everyone, no matter what side you've been on. But it can never break me. It just, there's no way. It never will. Because I always know when I just think back to what where I am, it always just always re-inspires and motivates me. And that's internal. I don't need to go external for that. That's internal. 
just the power of my own thoughts help out tremendously and let's take a look at the definition of gratitude I've put together a few a feeling of appreciation or thanks the state or quality of being grateful or thankful a warm and friendly feeling in response to a favor or favors received thankfulness synonyms include appreciation appreciativeness gratefulness thankfulness and thanks and you know you could look at any of these definitions and i know all of us anyone who has a soul has felt gratitude before whether it's towards you know your parents a sibling a family member a friend a professor a teacher a mentor a stranger many of us have felt gratitude and it's it's one of the best feelings because like the definition just said it is a warm feeling and we by nature as men and women of of the most high we want to connect we want to in we want to help when you're able to help someone and they genuinely are grateful both people are uplifted it's very very fulfilling to even be a giver and it's very fulfilling to receive and that's how we were meant to live we were meant to share we were meant to support we were meant to uplift we were meant to love care correct each other but instead look at the world that we live in everything is completely divided everything is completely defiled everything is completely inverted and when the people are this divided when the people are this demoralized when the people suffer from this much cognitive dissonance and delusional psychosis and stockholm syndrome it creates this environment that we live in you know right now i'm telling you this this system these people because i don't live in a rural city or like a rural area or town i don't live in the suburbs either i live in the heart of the cities i have for the past few years now and i see things a little differently and when you account for all the traveling i've done you know to state parks all the miles that i put on my car in the last 2 years and all the cities and towns that i go to i've seen the state of the people and the state of the people is not that of gratefulness i mean you would be a fool to be feeling gratitude or gratefulness towards your government right now <laughs> cuz i would just ask you straight up what has your government ever done for you like i want to know like i actually really want to know because most people can never give a straight answer they they can only give a textbook copy and paste answer well the government's provided roads and you know education and 
you know, in some cases, like emergency services, if people don't have health care. And, uh, well, you know, like you're just going to be spinning your tires. I mean, I mean, is outside of that, can you name anything? What, I mean, what else? What are you going to say that, oh, you live in America and they gave you the opportunity to be an entrepreneur? <laughs> so you can grind literally 60, 70, 80 hours a week to be what poor for a few years and then you finally what get some money and then you're still working the 60 70 80 hour weeks and you have investors and board members and you i mean come on people so what the government gave you opportunity to make money so cool you have to make money but what do you have to do to what do you have to do in exchange for that money you're basically prostituting yourself that's what we were doing in the system we basically are prostituting ourselves out for, for, for a piece of paper. Think about that. Like how unnatural that is. Like cutting down a tree and making it into a piece of paper through whatever chemical processes they use. I mean, that's messed up when you actually break it down. So the government gave you and I the opportunity to be wage slaves. Oh, you make six figures, you're a high value man. Oh, cool. How many hours did you work this week? How many things were you able to accomplish for yourself that you wanted to accomplish? How much time were you able to spend with your family, your spouse, your children, your pets? In, in relation to that time at the office or that time on the road or that time at the job. I mean, I want to know if you really believe that that's a great system, a great life. When they're taxing you at a high clip, <laughs> you what you what think about it. You you put like all this money into taxes, and then you get a couple grand back, maybe like 10k back. Not even like a fraction of your money that you you gave to them, so that they can go spend that and 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 invest that in fake things like NASA. 100% made up, putting your money into NASA into wars into vaccines for your own demise i mean come on people what are you what kind of gratitude would you have towards your your slave master so that's how i know the people are too far gone and i've started to peep some some videos lately on i think it was on bitshoot i found a few because you know they always give you those those major headline stories of you know people fighting on a plane so you know a guy didn't want to wear a mask or a, a, a toddler didn't want to wear a mask and people were yelling at the parents and then they're ushered and kicked off the plane you know all those little mini psyops but i actually saw some videos lately of people going at it this lady was on a plane and this guy was eating so he had his mask down and she must have been walking by the aisle to go to the bathroom and she saw him and she was demanding so she was demanding that he he puts his mask up right and this guy he's he's going back and forth at her yelling at her and calling her a karen and saying get out of his face and he had every right to this woman was literally being rude and the the the, the ironic thing the contradiction and the hypocrisy behind it is she had her mask down arguing and yelling at him and he's like he's like what are you doing like put your mask up and all the people on the plane are like a couple of people are recording and looking like all you could see is people's eyes move over like around is creepy it's just really weird environment and then this lady is walking by the guy and she hits him in the face 
<laughs> oh man, I'm like cracking up. I'm like, this is for real? Hits like like hit him in the face. And the guy's like, oh, you're gonna get arrested. You're going to jail. Like, are you kidding me? He starts calling her, calling her out her name, swearing at her, and then she spits on the dude. Like, <laughs> spits on the dude in the face. And she's worried about COVID, people. And she spits on this guy. And I start laughing because I don't usually watch these type of videos. I don't watch vaccine reaction videos. I don't watch, like, because there's a lot of truthers who just try to push, like, sensationalism. And then they ask you, oh, can you uh, donate to my PayPal or my Cash App? (laughs) So I'm, like, watching this video and I'm just laughing to myself. And then it just hit me. I'm like, yo, this is this this if people really don't think that this is the end times, you're out of your mind. This this is there's no going back from this. This society is done. Done. I mean, those people should be ashamed of themselves. You you actually would go through that protocol to go fly. You need to fly that bad that you you would put a muzzle on over your face and you can't even take it down for a few minutes without some random passenger didn't even play pay for your plane ticket. <laughs> isn't even playing for your your isn't even paying for your your vacation nothing telling you what to do that's man i'm telling you man i'm so grateful to be on this side of the truth i'm so grateful to be on this side of history and i'm so grateful to the most high and we're gonna do a deep dive into you know the importance of gratitude the importance of growth the importance of know thyself and just giving all praises to the creator we're going to cover a few topics so we're going to look into the importance of being grateful according to the manintelligence.com article entitled 101 things to be thankful for that you take for granted written by sam whitaker and published on january 21st 2001 and i'll just go through a few nothing to this is more so that we can put things in perspective because i know a lot of people are going through a lot of stress and turmoil I I know that because I see it. Number one, number 100, I mean. Okay, number 101, I'll start there. You're alive and breathing. Here's one of the most important things to be thankful for on the entire list. You woke up this morning. Your heart is beating and you have breath in your lungs. But know that every day you have in the world is a gift. And I absolutely agree, 100%. You know, when you when you literally when you wake up, that is a gift. When you're on, when you're given the ability to make changes in your life and improve it for the better, that is a gift. Number 100, you have today. Today is the day that you can start your future, that you can become whoever you want to be. Be thankful that you have today and be thankful that with today you can do whatever you want. And in relation to how I live my life, you know, whatever you put forth is what you get back. That could be your mind, your body, and your soul. Number 99, you have health. You know, and this is, I speak to the ones who take care of their health, their mind, their body, and soul. If you have that, you have something that so many people don't have. People who used to have health 
went and injected themselves and no longer have health think about that and if you're on the other end of that spectrum and you didn't and you still have your health that in itself is a, a gift number 97 for those that this applies to you have a roof over your head and a bed to sleep in number 96 you have food on your table number 95 you have clothing number 94 you have family both by and not by blood number 93 you have friends to the people that picked you up when you were down you know I'm just gonna end there I just wanted to give a few examples if you want to look through that article for yourself it'll be in the description box you know it's just it is super important and one thing that I can even add to that is just the importance of always seeking wisdom knowledge and understanding I'm in such a place in my life where I'm absolutely curious and inquisitive about everything. I don't want to just be told something. I want to I want to look into it. I want to break it down. Build it back up. Take it apart, rebuild it, whatever it takes. For me to actually come to that conclusion on my own. And you know, one message I have is do not let anyone talk you down or out of learning everything about life. You will get that in your family, your friends. Some people will be like, why are you looking into that? <laughs> like, what? I, I, that's just like one of the one thing that I've always been hit with with that type of question. Why are you looking into that? And it, to me, it's just like, come on, people. There's so much out there that we could obtain as far as learning. I mean, how many people actually have real skills? I'm not talking about being able to send an email. I'm not talking about being able to, you know, write up a business plan. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about actual skills. And the importance of you know, never ensuring that you never stop seeking wisdom, knowledge, and understanding will keep you young because there's always something to do. There's always a way to challenge your brain. A lot of people think that, oh, you just need to work out your body. No, you got to work out your brain. So many people have stopped using their brain. Millions of people have stopped using their brain. I, I, I was just at the gym today and just mass, mask, people on treadmills, masked. People, people doing free, doing weights, mask. People stretching, mask. You think those people are, are at a point where they're trying to keep learning? Huh? Are those people still learning? Because after two years, you're still doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. You're insane. You're absolutely insane. And that's why the masses are so easy to easily malleable so easily malleable according to the manor ashgar article entitled never stop learning because life never stops teaching written by mahor ashgar and published on september 13 2019 
There is no end to education. It is not that you read a book, pass an exam, and finish with education. The whole of film, from the moment you are born to the moment you die, is a process of learning. As they say, learning is a never-ending journey. From cradle to grave, we are in a continuous cycle of learning new things. It is a necessary part of our life. Without learning new things, we will remain unaware of wonderful things in the world. Our sight broadens when we get the knowledge and make ourselves lifelong leader learners. Indeed, traditional education may not be for everyone, but learning is. And traditional education should be for, should be for no one. <laughs> like now that I know where I am in life, you should your parents should teach you real skills. I mean, think about it this way. This is how I think about it. The Most High made life so exciting that we legitimately, if we weren't messed with by these Nephilim, by these elite bloodlines, and we can just live life the way we wanted to, every day would be your own adventure. Think about it. You could spend years just searching one area. Like here, for instance, I'm in the Midwest. If I really wanted to see all parts of the, of my state and actually spend time there, not just drive through for the day and leave, it would take me years. We have a vast world out there with so many types of people. Think about the fact that every single person is different. Every single person looks different. Every single person thinks different. Every single person has a different personality, a different soul. Think of how many genuine interactions you could have with people and how much you would learn. You know, the Most High made it so that we are supposed to continue learning our whole entire life because life would be a continuous adventure, people. You could just do whatever you want. Just go go travel somewhere. Nobody's telling you, oh, hey, well, you got money? Hey, I'm, hey, come here, kid. You got money? Like, no one no one bothering you. You could just go about your day. That's that's what I envision, man. I don't I don't allow this grim outlook on the world to bring me down because I still think about my future. I still think about how I'm going to be living outside of this cube. You have to. The most that's that's the power that the most high puts inside of you and I. You don't let this system bring you down. Education is what people do to you, and learning is what you do for yourself. In quote by Joy Ito. I like that quote. I don't know who Joy is, but I like that quote. Education is what people do to you. Yeah, do to you, definitely, indoctrination. And learning is what you do for yourself. Absolutely. We often don't think about education and learning as a two-way street. But if you take a moment and ask yourself, what can I do to become a better learner? It can make your training investment even more valuable. Moreover, when I say to learn effectively, what I mean is to not just accumulate knowledge, but to be able to apply that knowledge effectively at some point in time. By this definition, much of what we did in school was not learning. It was temporary ex exercises and memorization. Yep. By this definition, 
Most of the seminars and courses and books and conferences people spend money on is not learning either. Something is not truly learned until it changes you in some way, no matter how subtle or simple. Spot on. Everybody's just been been led. Like a moth to a flame. Everything everybody's just been led. Learning new things represents the growth mindset. To be a good learner, you should be able to switch the diffuse and focused thinking modes of the brain. Focused thinking is when you are concentrating on something already familiar with that you try to learn. However, if we talk about diffuse mindset, it helps you to think out of the box and look for options to look for different perspectives and try different ways. And let me think about it this way. That's why they told you you only use 10% of your brain. That's why they gave you idols like Albert Einstein and Elon Musk and a Bill Gates and a Nikola Tesla and all of these idols to look up to. You know, even a Stephen Hawking. Even people are taking stuff from a Stephen Hawking people. A Christopher Reeves. All these, all these dumb idols, puppets. And then they tell you, you only use 10% of your brain. You didn't hit the genetic mo- monopoly. You didn't win the genetic mo- monopoly. You're not smart. So you must listen to us. And you only, like, think about it. Why would a creator create you and I to only use 10% of our brain? What do you think they're telling you? They're basically telling you the truth because it is the truth. Most people only use 10% of their brain. The other 90% is literally shut off. The other 90% has already collected dust. It has cobwebs. It's infested. It needs a deep cleaning. The other 90%. Otherwise, for most people, it's just hollow. You pr- take some time and just, just you know, knock on someone's head. You'll probably hear, you probably notice it's hollow. <laughs> I mean, this is, it's nuts, people. It's true. We, we do only use 10% of our brain. If, if we let them tell us that and we let them tell us how to think and we stop learning, and we stop growing, you know, but if when you, like they said, with the diffuse mindset, when you think out of the box and look for other options, they don't like that. They'll say you're a rebel. You need ADHD. You're, you're too energetic. You need to calm down. <laughs> These people really messed us up, man. This is nuts. When I think about this stuff, it just, it throws me off. I'm like, wow, you spent all this time just to mess with us. That's why I know that we are much bigger than what we are now. We're much more capable. We don't even know half of our potential because we've been living like this. We've lost our passion to learn. You notice how most adults have lost their passion to learn? I mean, most adults, I need a tablet. I don't want a book. I want a tablet. And even worse, I need an audiobook. It's like, what? Okay, so you, you just re- you refuse to read, huh? You, you refuse to listen to some truth because it's, it's longer than 10 minutes, huh? Wow, I mean, this is just, this is why I'm so thankful. That's why I give all praises to the Most High. When I start breaking stuff down like this, I just, I, it trips me up, man. I'm in my head a lot. It trips me up. The things I've seen in the last two years, this is not real, man. This reality is, I can't believe people are okay with this reality, man. 
it's like a, it's like a weird dystopia it's like oh my gosh it's nuts when i think about it it's, it's nuts you know and one thing we have to be aware of is the bitter truth about how we've been severely manipulated in all aspects of our life we've been lied to about everything you know one thing to note for those who are seeking the truth and those who are at some level of truth not many of us will ever awaken this is like family and friends and become aware of these things and the vast the vast you know population around the world you know the facade of this reality is keeping us from tapping into our potential because it really is a facade it is really is a decoy it's a deception it's distractions it's shiny objects it's vanity it's materialism it's competition it's to keep you busy so that you never ever focus on what's real you never ever focus on knowing yourself and knowing the creator and knowing the and knowing the world you know the system has a way of capturing the souls of the masses and we're witnessing it today in this fake pandemic you know how many people are gone just gone people done just when i described that lady on the flight that's just one small example i saw another video where this lady punched uh i think it was a a flight attendant this lady in the face i don't know what they are arguing about i don't know what the 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 situation was and then all of a sudden like the lady literally blood was running down her mouth and apparently she she lost two teeth this is this is the world that we live in this is this is this system is imploding and therefore the people are losing their minds they don't know how to act they don't know what to do they don't know what to think that's a curse people that's your soul belongs to them now entities evil tyrannical and wicked entities it's a sad thing to think about people it's scary it's 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 a it's a not scared of them i don't give a i don't give a you, you those nephilim those elites man they're they're cowards they're the useless eaters i'm not scared of them what i'm saying is just the idea that people's lives are just lost so easily it's just it's it's nuts to me it throws me off sometimes it's disheartening and we're going to transition over to the subtle the brother the subtle infinity in the video we're going to we're going to listen to an audio excerpt from the video entitled non-physical slave master tactics in soul trapping why lie about the shape of the earth published on december 27 2020 individuals just kind of grow throughout their lives adjusting to that reality that is just broken and this is what the scientism community does when they lock people into these theories and call them facts when they lock people into these empty ideas of who and what you are in order to hollow out not only your body but your mind and your soul so that something else can fill it. This is at the heart of the heliocentric deception and authority and control overall. As long as they empty you out, 
then they can make a profit of what they sell you to fill your reality with. As long as they've placed themselves on that throne of illusion, they can fill your reality with whatever they choose. And that filler can adjust. It does adjust to the consciousness of the individual and the collective. We see how all of these fit together. And as long as you can manipulate the various vibrations of life without people knowing it and then have them do it to themselves and then their generations, then you have enslaved an individual or an entire race of people or a group of people or mass of people. This is what's happening with us being separated from our dreams and us being separated from the natural interpretations of this universe. So when we get locked into the physicality of the heliocentric universe and you see that, oh, the, all the planets out there, they're dead. You still have a connection to them and people who are like astrologically speaking, they follow their sun and whatever house, their moon in the house and all these planets in certain houses. Like we think that's just toys. Like people in the new age community, they think those are just like toys. Like no, this stuff is a code. It's a code of the relationship that you have with the experience itself. When your soul entered into this experience, into this body, it had an astrological code that relates to the so-called planets, which are just these wandering stars, these light bodies, these energetic. This is why we have so much connection to the sun and the moon and the stars and the light bodies that we call planets. When you control time, you're controlling the consciousness and, and vice versa. When you can control consciousness, you can control time. So this is why people are locked into giving their time away, the nine to five, to the system. This is why television, social media, mainstream media is locked in to sucking your time into the lower vibrations of fear, destruction, lack apathy, codependency, complacency, just empty, dead versions of your reality. That is the norm. It's about manipulating the structure of every body that you are, your soul, your soul body, your mind body, and your, your physical body. When they weigh you down physically and psychologically and spiritually, you are literally slowing time down because you're affecting the way they live their lives, the way their uh, ability or potential to revolt, their ability to think, their ability to feel, the relationships. Everything is shocked wave when people densify their realities. So when an individual fills their lives up with gap fillers, then eventually you're gonna have a hollowed out individual. You're gonna have a zombie. So this is why they put all these zombie movies on here to tell you this is what a zombie looks like. No, a zombie doesn't look like that. A zombie looks like the everyday individual. McDonald's manifested into a human being. That's what a zombie is. If they separate you from your history, destroy your history and install a new history. If they separate you from your present moment by having you bogged down by all of these things that I just mentioned. If they separate you from your future by installing like your version of the future with Star Trek, Star Wars, all this mind control through the movies. 
It's all to manipulate your consciousness as a whole and the relationship that you have with time. Your time is crucial. In any moment, your time could be up. And it's not because of any one thing. It's an accumulation of everything. And you have the ability to utilize this time in a way that is you know, resonant with like McDonald's, or you can utilize it in a way that resonates from a perspective of observing the, the experience itself, doing something within the experience itself. Or you can just drive through. That's, that's the basic. You can go to the drive through at McDonald's every day. You'll live. You'll be a lot heavier. You'll be full of a lot of sugar and a lot of, it'll be a lot more difficult in a sense. But looking at themselves, look, an individual who looks at themselves can actually be more difficult than you know, people who live their lives going through the McDonald's drive through which is why that's there. As long as you are locked into the difficulty of the illusions, then you won't do anything to expand your consciousness and affect the time of the illusionists. This is why the heliocentric universe exists. This is why all of these destructive mentalities exist and are expanded upon. And these drugs or these um, mind control programs, because that's a drug, are amplified into your reality. Hollywood is a drug. Materialism is a drug. Fame, it's a drug. Social media is a drug. Prescription drugs are drugs. Like all this shit in response to the system, it's a drug. We might not see it like that, but you know, over time you can catalog it easily as a drug. This dream world, the physical reality as a perspective of a dream world is literally adjusted and manipulated just like the dream world is. And instead of being faced with like a demon or something, a nightmare in a nightmare, you're just faced with a low budget version of that in the waking space. So like I said, to run away from that, you will just wake up because you're shocked. But in the waking state, time goes a little slower. So they can't really shock you. They, if they shock you, they will reveal themselves. So that 99% of love and light that I was explaining to you, that's actually in having the intention of evil. For everything that they do that's shocking, there are that doesn't adjust to the reality based upon your consciousness, they will reveal themselves, which is why it has to make its moves. It has to project its al alchemy based upon the consciousness of the people. So it has to dumb you down at certain time frames. It has to install certain mechanisms at certain time frames. And as long as you are locked into that and not questioning it, then that is the, the intention of the alchemy and that's where they got you. And over time, it has an effect on you, the individual, as the generation. So you being a manifestation of all of your previous generations, you have, in a sense, a responsibility to those generations. But you wouldn't know that if you don't have that connection to your family and that non-physical reality. You, you, don't, you wouldn't do anything about that if you don't know your history. So you're just... A floating piece of stardust like they've told you which separates you from your soul your mind and your body your past your present and your future so what happens is since you're so locked into the materialistic version of reality you don't realize 
your potential, your existence as every generation that you are a reflection of, not only in a linear perspective of like, oh, my grandfather, my grandmother, my, and so, so on and so forth like that. Energetically, you, your soul generations, your experiences that have added up to this moment to where you have something that you have to learn here. There's something that you have to do here. If you get consumed by the reality, the world itself, you will separate yourself in a sense from what your responsibilities are within the dream, within the physical reality, because you've fallen into the trap of the experience itself. And that's a way that this system can own you. Just like a demon in a dream can own you. And you'll just keep running away and waking up in horizontal land because you haven't challenged yourself to jump, to fly, to look inward, to lighten yourself up, to be able to face this reality from the inside out, as opposed to being reactionary or responsive from the outside in. Like I said, in reference to an abuse, a, a person who has been subjected to abuse, they create mechanisms or uh, they rationalize their reality to deal with that. So a lot gets missed. A lot of doors get closed when that happens. So if you have a fear of death, like I said in the last video, you're literally, a, that, that fear of death is affecting your life. It's affecting the way you live. And we can't see it because just like an abusive or somebody who's been subjected to the Stockholm Syndrome who, who starts to love their enslaver, they, unlove, they love their enslavement. They can't see themselves or see what they've been missing out on or see what they have done because they've literally closed the door to the light that sheds light on what they've rationalized out of their reality. So a lot of these ways that we deal with that rationalization are by installing the gap fillers like mainstream religions, food, sex, drugs, social media, fame, fortune, television, politics, all of this stuff that's a part of this Western civilization that ultimately has no concern with humanity. It exists at the expense of humanity. It exists at the expense of nature. So when you see that, then you can see that the system itself exists at the expense of your consciousness, shocked wave through your soul, your mind, and your body. So when people ask, why would they lie about the universe? This is why. Because they're not lying about the universe. They're lying for the intention of separating you from your relationship to the universe. The universe that is largely non-physical, that only appears to be physical based upon what we've been told by the illusionists. So they've just taken that illusion and doubled down constantly generation upon generation by drugging you up, keeping you locked into the emotional body, keeping you fearful, and simultaneously growing the illusion at the same time, the doggy tree. So this is why technology has a growth pattern. This is why the industrial age had this growth pattern. Intellect, information has a growth pattern because as long as they affect that growth pattern, they affect 
your focus, your consciousness, and in affecting your consciousness and your focus, they affect their ability to control time through your belief systems. And as long as you are locked in to their version of the universe through your belief systems, that will affect, like I said earlier, your ability to either be subjected to time, subjected to the experience, or utilize your soul expression to the maximum potential within this time, within this experience. That's the total, that's the actual definition of the polar shift. It's a different version of reality. It's not subjected to the world as it's presented to us. It's based upon you as the experiencer and the vibration of your consciousness. Every day you have the potential to grow, to learn, to do something. That's not what the norm is in society, though. The norm is to get your money, get that food on the table, work on your 401k, and just deal with life. See how that affects your soul, your consciousness. See, people don't even, that's the thing. People who are locked into that reality and priding themselves in that materialistic version of reality, they have to be told that they don't have a soul. They have to be told that they are not a soul. They are only the body. That's the infrastructure of, of why you are told that you are only the materialistic version of yourself by people like Bill Nye and Neil deGrasse Tyson. And the fight between mainstream religions and scientism on television is to make you think that things are changing, to choose a side. You're not going to choose mainstream religion and the whole like belief in that version of God inherently because innovation and the most evolved people are all on the side of so-called science or the religion of scientism. So through that version of the Hegelian dialectic, you're forced to choose the emptiness universe. You're forced to choose the heliocentric deadlands. And when you're forced to choose that, you might think you're not choosing it consciously because you say, oh, I just don't care. I, I, I don't think about that stuff. I, I, I just, you know, do my job. I just, you know, hang out. I'm a good person. That's all that matters. As long as I'm a good person. What the hell does that mean? Just because you don't abuse people, you don't do that. You don't um, do this. Like you make people laugh. That makes you a good person from the perspective of your soul, your higher mind. Does that make you a good person? If that's the case, what if you spend your entire life focusing on being a good person based upon the societal norms of what a good person is, like on a character on television, and you never do anything for going into the version, your soul. This is why, uh, like, Smokey Robinson did the, the Tears of a Clown song. And, like, the, a lot of these comedians are, like, the most depressed people ever. It's because a lot of that work doesn't get done. A lot of the inner work doesn't get done. They focus so much of their world externalizing themselves and working on that, that a lot of the inner work gets sacrificed. So that's multiply that times the collective. Then you can see like how things are not really being addressed. They're just being covered up. So you can see this with like dreams. Dreams affect you from the inside out. So you have no way of covering up if you're facing your dreams. You have no way of uh, running from yourself if you dream every day 
consciously like you you bring it back and you're consciously engaging you're writing them down because you're 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 listening to yourself you're listening to yourself and you're speaking to yourself and another thing that i think is happening is that you're listening to your ancestors too coming through that signal just like you can listen to your ancestors through an ayahuasca ceremony or or psychedelics or like mushrooms or stuff like that or even when you're getting high you're listening to a higher version of yourself when you listen when you're getting high with other people you're listening to a higher version of other people but if it's just turned into a recreation then you're missing out largely you just turned it into a, a funnier version of the drive-through of mcdonald's and that's the intent of this heliocentric system so if you see this place from the perspective of a dream not to say that this is a dream i mean you can argue it poetically and stuff like that but just to see it from the laws of the worlds of the uh, of the dream world then you can see like how it's a it's another way of seeing how we've been controlled why we've been controlled why time is so important why your consciousness your focus is so important time in a day you sleep eight hours a day on average the rest of the day is spent doing what playing video games going to work drinking smoking before you know it your your day is done you you basically if you see it from the prescription drug you have perspective the nine to five is like a forced upon you prescription drug if you don't take that prescription drug you won't get the healing benefits supposedly i mean and this is just a, like a story you won't get the healing benefits of money to get food on the table so it's a government sponsored prescription drug nine to five gone dead filling up the gaps between that entire day with eating working and social media literally the entire dream of their waking reality has been given away to the illusions that have been cast down by the illusionists that is the mainstream norm if you don't think that there's some side effects that are going to affect you in time from your soul perspective from your higher mind perspective from the potential with the basic meaning and purpose of your physical body reality your your physical reality if you don't think there's going to be side effects from that then you're severely naive it might not seem it now in the moment because you're having fun you're playing video games multiply that times living for 200 years that's a good way to see this stuff like we don't see it because oh yeah i'm gonna die when i'm 70 80 90 whatever it is so you know i'm just having fun while i can in order to see the downfalls of a lot of this stuff multiply this stuff the day like a good day for whatever you would consider a good day that considers that that's filled with gaming social media good food or whatever it is and then um your idea of good food and then like multiply that day times 300 years from your soul perspective is that healthy from your higher mind perspective is that healthy and then people for defense mechanism they get into rational oh i don't do this every day and so on and so forth and games are actually teaching me this and that you know people have to defend that just like politics just like the heliocentric model they have to defend it i'm not saying that i'm just using these examples as a way 
to see from a different perspective and to start to look from the inside out on the potentials of how this stuff could be used against us. Why? Why are video, video games promoted so much? Why is fast food promoted so much? Why is the university system, heliocentrism, politics, why is that promoted so much? These are time stealers. These are consciousness mind control programs that affect you in the long run. And like I said, this, this entity or these entities that could be seen as anchored in evil that want to expand those mind control programs so they can fill them, your gaps with themselves. That's just another version of, you know, the rich getting richer while the poor get poorer. They're getting richer at the expense of your lack of richness. So you, you're going to have conscious beings who know that and don't give a shit and will continue that process to expand that process into future generations so their children and grandchildren, their generations, their timeline can benefit from that. Multiply that times non-physical entities that don't even exist inside time they're not limited to time and then you'll realize how important time really is how important your time in this reality is because they know they know how important your time is they know if everybody were to get together and just start thinking about shit <laughs> you're literally affecting the non-physical reality there's tests that have been done where Random number generators, like look into that stuff, the, the consciousness affecting random random number generators and um, just people coming together and thinking you're affecting, like kids can do this easily because they go into that space easily. They're not bogged down by the density. They're still dreamers. They're still very much connected to their meaning and purpose. It might not be easy to see based upon like their language the, the language that they speak throughout their experience but you know that they're tuned in they can only express it now by you know coloring with crayons or building blocks because that's what's presented to us but if you were to get like a kid who's dreaming and in, in, in connection with their dreams to really start to think on a spiritual level from an early age Multiply that times an entire collective of people and then see how connected we would be to nature, each other, relationships, and so on and so forth. The system doesn't want you to do that because you'll affect time. In major respect to the brother Subtle Infinity for such deep thoughts and perspectives, highly recommend checking out his channel because he breaks things down in a very thoughtful manner. You know, it's, it makes you think. It may, you know, he has such a great way of creating, you know, a vivid description. You may not be able to put certain things in your life to words, but he does a great job of doing that. And it's absolutely true. The whole purpose of the slave master tactics. That's why I talked about how they gave us the idea of slavery with shackles. But no, that your slavery is, in a sense, non-physical in a lot of ways. It's more so mental, and it's definitely spiritual. And 
you know, the example of the nine to five wage slave. You know, that's why people dip so into escapism. And that's why we pick up bad habits that destroy us. That's why a lot of people are just super unhappy with themselves. You know, it's disheartening, man. That's why so many people have no alignment or connection with the with the creator. They would they have no gratitude towards the creator. They have more gratitude towards the system, the system of enslavement that takes their soul, that chips away at their soul. You know, when we essentially were meant to be free. For real, we were meant to be free. Their definition of freedom is the biggest mockery you can imagine. Because it's like a daily reminder that you aren't. You know, and those who stop learning, who lose that curiosity, who aren't inquisitive are going to be left behind. They're never going to fully develop. They're going to stay stagnant. And they're going to go down the path in which their authority tells them to go. They're the ones who are taking the shots. They're the ones who are taking the boosters. They're the ones who are hitting and spitting on each other on planes. They're the ones who are wishing death on those who don't want to comply with evil, tyranny, and wickedness. You see, when you don't learn, when you don't seek wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, then you're left to the devices of the system. And that's why I say in this in this series of Comply and Die, all throughout all the episodes of the series, how that will eventually lead to your demise. And that's where people are at. That's why the system wants to take our energy. And that's why they give us the concept of time to keep us busy, to keep us running up and down during the week. Think about an average human being, how busy their work week is, all the stuff they got to do, and then compound that with having children or being married or having a house to take care of or having pets. Think of how busy the average person is. They're they're about ready to, to their slump by Friday. Or they force themselves to go out and drink to forget about it, to have a quote-unquote good time, even though that quote-unquote good time is going to poison them and make them exhausted the next day. And they more than likely won't get anything done for themselves. And it's just this vicious cycle that goes on and on and on. It's non-physical slave right there. Non-physical slavery right there. It's a tactic. That's why you got to know that you are worth something, that you're important. Because why would an entity work so hard against you and I? Work so hard to inject you? I mean, I don't know how most people don't see this as a red flag how everything's been going on this last couple of years, but that's why I give all praises to the most high because I'm not like everyone. I'm absolutely not like everyone. And you shouldn't be either. Being like the herd, being like the average person will end up meaning that you will be led to the slaughter. And that's just the truth. A lot of people don't like hearing the truth, but I'm going to speak it. You know, and that aspect to learning is so important. And so many people have lost that side of them, that desire to keep learning, to keep seeking wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Why learn when you have a phone? Why go beyond that? Why do anything when you can get it done from Alexa or some kind of service 
outside external service, just pay a little bit of money, you're good. Why question the status quo? Why question your government when you've been living a fairly comfortable life? You have all your creature comforts, right? Even though deep down you know you're miserable, at least you have your creature comforts. At least you can practice escapism. And that's the, that's the definition of going back to normal that people are chasing after. Instead of actually learning over the last two years, you would think that the average person would have learned something. And maybe they have. Maybe it just took a lot of people longer to realize what was going on. That's just the truth. But the average person, after two years, people, two years, that's how you get that's how you get a person's soul. And that's how you get a person to willingly hand over their soul. It's it's disheartening, people. It really is non-physical slave master tactics. It's psyops. It's spiritual warfare, whatever term you want to use. And it's working very well on the people right now. And it always has worked very well on the people. You should always seek wisdom, knowledge, and understanding because it will save your life. Plain and simple. According to the lifehack.org article entitled, When You Never Stop Learning, These Five Amazing Things Happen, written by Leon Ho and updated on July 21st, 2021. Imagine if what you've been told about learning is a myth. For example, many people believe that learning ends when you leave college or that you need to have a high IQ to be able to learn easily. And it's also a common belief that only young people can learn new things. Now, now, not only are all these beliefs completely wrong, but they're also incredibly harmful to people who buy into them. The truth is that the ability to learn is available to everyone, including yourself. You just need to find the desire, motivation, and purpose to get the learning habit. And then it starts with number one. You have a sharper mind. Continuous learning helps to keep your mind fresh and your memory sharp. In fact, research has shown that learning in general has beneficial effects on the brain, including lessening your risk of dementia. To give you an example, and we know it, dementia, all that stuff comes from chemicals, but learning would mean that you don't use those chemicals. Think about it. You, you continue to learn, you continue to seek wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, you would avoid those chemicals. You wouldn't have to worry about dementia. Number two, your confidence is boosted. If, like the person I mentioned, 
you feel you've lost your way in life, then I'm guessing that your confidence has, has taken a knock too. This is where learning new things and taking on new challenges can really help. Number three, your interpersonal skills are improved. When you become an active learner, it's almost inevitable that you'll widen your social circle and improve your interpersonal skills. Let's say you decide to learn how to play chess. At first, you might learn the rules and some of the basic moves by playing against a computerized opponent. But keep doing this often enough and you'll eventually want to test out your skills against a human opponent. This might be a friend, family member, or colleague, but whoever it is, your mental battle with them will mean that you share a common experience, one that you're sure to talk about often. Number four, you adapt, change a lot better. Once you know this, though, then the secret to success is to be able to adapt to the changes that come your way. And number five, and I'm going to look at this from a different perspective, it says you open up new career opportunities. And we know we don't care about careers or jobs here. But when it comes to work, let's look at it this way. When you're learning, you can develop new lifelong skills that you can take with you for the rest of your life that no one can take away from you. Example, learning how to grow your own food. The whole process from seed to soil to sprouting to maintenance and taking care of and to harvesting to dinner to cleaning to dinner plate. It's it's. One of the best things that you can experience, in my opinion. And not only will that give you a new skill, but just like this this article mentioned, your mind will become sharper because you're learning something different. You're using other parts of your brain that you don't use. Your confidence is boosted because you're learning a new skill. And now, through repetition and trial and error, you're going to fine-tune your skill. Number think about it this way, your interpersonal skills are improved too because you can meet like-minded individuals and learn from them. And the next one, you can adapt to change a lot better. Absolutely. Because you, you've had to fail to succeed. Just an example of gardening. You know, we could talk about a million different things. You could talk about plant identification so that you know how to heal yourself naturally. You can talk about forging and survival skills and prepping all these things these are these are lifelong skills and that's not even talking about people who know to build their own homes or furniture or anything of that sort actually using their hands and using real life skills that's why not only do you know to know that you need to know thyself so that you can know the creator the most high and be aligned and connected but you must also always want to learn The Most High made us to always seek new information, new experiences. That's why life is supposed to be meant to be free. Life is supposed to be relaxing and freeing. And life's supposed to be exciting. 
Real talk. Most people don't have any excitement in their life. Their excitement comes externally. It never comes from within. The vast majority of people have got to find their excitement in a bottle or in a blunt or in a tablet or in a drug or in a bottle, a prescription bottle, or on a web browser looking for porn, or on online dating swiping right, or on the TV watching sports, whatever it may be. That's people's excitement. So when you take those things away from them, what are they going to do? If they've been stagnant, if they've never wanted to learn to look into anything for themselves, what do you think they're going to do? You know, when people start stop learning, they start dying, in my opinion. You start eroding. It's no different than a plant that needs to be watered. You know, once you stop watering that plant or that plant isn't getting the nourishment of the sun... What do you think is going to happen to that plant? Over time, that plant is going to dry up. It may even be diseased. And it's going to crumble and fall apart and eventually it'll rot. And when that plant's not getting what it needs, that whole process from the beginning of its life to the end of its life is extremely accelerated, people extremely accelerated we're no different we're no different a plant in life is creation if that's the creation of the most high we're no different we're created by the most high we didn't come from a big bang we didn't come from just random nothing we didn't come from some universe some galactic universe and we rode down the milky way to get here or we came up out of a wormhole people need to wake up So when you're not learning, you're ex- you're basically accelerating your own demise. That's why we see the world in the way that it is. That's why we see people who think they know everything because they because they graduated and have an, uh, a diploma and they're working this career, this nine to five career that they deep down hate, that they deep down would rather be with family, that they deep down would rather be at home relaxing, that they deep down would rather actually per- be pursuing things that they enjoy like art and music and you know fashion creating things being an artist painting hiking all traveling all these things that you'd rather be doing that's why when people allow the system to mold them that's why we're in the situation that we're in today you know and you can look around and just see whether it's family members or friends, you, you can just see people don't want to learn. People don't want to hear you out. If you talk against their daddy government or their establishment, then you are the enemy. You are a conspiracy theorist. You are crazy. You need to be shunned. You need to, ma- to be made to feel bad, to feel like an idiot. You know, and it's a sad state. It really is. This world is is in the worst state it's ever been, people, and it's not going to get better. You know, you know, the bitter truth in terms of, you know, those who speak the truth unapologetically, you know, we are treated and perceived in a certain way, a certain light. 
you know, and those who don't think for themselves will always hate those who speak the truth may not be full hatred, but there's going to be some animosity there. There's going to be some resentment. There's going to be some jealousy. There's going to be some envy. I mean, how can it not be there that you're basically holding up a mirror to those who stopped learning a long time ago? That's why they can say so childishly. Why do you think you know everything? He he thinks he knows everything. Why does he think he, like me, 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 me? That's like that's how people like that are just very childlike. You know, and the elite know this. And that's why they consider us so-called useless eaters. You know, those who've successfully completed the education indoctrination system have experienced psychological warfare. That's why a lot of people are where they are. That's why they can't question anything. That's why they can't go deep. That's why they don't know themselves. Therefore, they don't know the creator. So they don't know what to be grateful for. They don't know what actual gratitude means. They rather give their gratitude to their government or some form of a system or something external. It never comes from within. You know, we've all dealt with the psychological warfare of these indoctrination systems. And that's why I give all praises to the Most High, because I'm so grateful that the Most High woke me up out of my slumber, out of my coma. Real talk. You know, and it's helped me see things clearly, helped me break things down in my mind, helped me release these chains of deception, the mental and spiritual shackles. Once this system collapses, that that the physical shackles will be gone. Once the money collapses, once the whole, all of this stuff, just mark my words it'll it'd be very different just, just imagine a year from now if the world continues at this pace or actually we know it's accelerating the evil and the tyranny and wickedness is accelerating just so let's just think about 365 days from now people going into 2023 they're so-called 2023 do you really think <laughs> things are going to be back to normal or better it's a sad state man people are they're never going to get it until it's too late or they just will die ignorant you know we're going to transition over to the audio excerpt from the brother the rebellious meat puppet and the video is entitled the sad state of humanity in my experience dealing with most people published on june 23rd 2021 I struggle with the acceptance of the seemingly objective fact at how wholly unconscious so many humans on this planet actually are. Unconscious, unaware, ignorant, and in many cases, oblivious. And we are surrounded by these people. People who have never read anything, who've never taken the time to self-educate themselves, people who refuse or are incapable of seeing the depths of their ignorance. And if you even politely try to explain it, point it out, and when I, I say politely, no arrogance, no being a douchebag about it, they'll deny it, they'll flip it back on you. It's just this whole fucking, and the planet is full of these people. I mean, just look at what we've seen for the last year and a half and look at what we're still seeing and still not seeing 
considering the gravity of what this cabal and 194 governments have done to everybody in the world, it lends itself to how offensively unconscious, unaware, ignorant, and in some cases, for some, just plain fucking stupid. Most people are. I mean, for those that truly know what's going on, think about all of the people that you may have tried to explain some of this stuff to that wouldn't listen to you, that called you a conspiracy theorist, theorist or whatever label they tried to affix to you throughout all of your efforts. And then these people ultimately went and got the shot. Most of them went and got two shots. And if that doesn't show you or, or prove to people how sheepish most people are, how unthinking they are, and quite literally to the point that they went and subjected themselves to two mRNA vaccines, incapable of thinking for themselves, discovering the truth for themselves, identifying objective reality for what it is, this is a real sad state of affairs. And I'm telling you people, the vast majority of the people on this planet, not everybody, but the significant majority are in that condition. Some version of that or a mixture of all of it. And what really fucks me up is when you merely challenge people's beliefs, I experienced this with my own father as an, as an example, having a conversation with him after he got the second shot. No, maybe it was the first one. I forget. And tried to explain to him about some stories that had come out in Brazil of some people who had taken the vaccine and a few died. And there were lots of reports of ill side effects. He just started spitting venom at me rather than get inquisitive, rather than question it, like seriously ask questions and then go do some research. And he's just one example. I've had that happen to me. I don't know, a dozen times in the last, maybe probably more in the last um, six, eight months. These people will start spitting venom at you. When you merely present them the truth, you don't have to have an emotional charge behind the presentation of the truth, behind telling them. You don't have to have an arrogant bone in your body. You don't have to be coming from a place of douchebaggery. All you have to do is be coming at them from a place of wanting to share the truth with them, hoping that you can get through to them, wanting them, because, hey, they're your fellow humans, to see the truth. Even if you have to point it out to them, as long as they can finally see it. Okay, great. Now you see it. We're good. I have experienced more people arguing with me, trying to flip the argument back on me and make me out to be some bad guy, some wrong guy, some know-it-all. I can't tell you how many times these dumb, ignorant fucking animals tell me, oh, you're just, you, you think you're know-it-all. You, you think you know it all, man. And like, for those that watch my or listen to my videos, you, you know, I've said more than once, I don't know all things. I see what I do see. It's more of a burden than anything else. Yet I get to witness the psychological child in all of these people. And I have an acute awareness of this because of the life that I've lived, the course of study that I've undergone in the last three or four years, learning about narcissism, sociopathy, psychopathy, and just the general cluster B spectrum. I have spent the time to learn about what happens in cycles on this planet, the abuse, the trauma that happens to children. And it's, it's amazing that it goes so deep that when they grow up and become adults, all you got to do is accidentally hit a trigger, hit a button by just sharing some truth with them. And um, all of a sudden you see the, the child in them come out and the world is just so fucking littered with these people. My dad is 71 years old. 
I just simply told him calmly, as calmly as I'm talking to you guys now and talking into my recorder, that there were some, you know, problematic cases with death and uh, really negative side effects in Brazil. And like, I wasn't even done explaining it to him. And the motherfucker just started yelling at me and trying to be insulting to me and just blah, blah, blah. And it's not, he's just one example. It's just the one that comes to mind because that's, you know, blood. But this type of shit has happened to me over and over and over again with people I was friendly with, acquaintances, people I've just met. And believe me, I don't attack this stuff like a bull in a china closet. I don't walk up to people and tell them they're, you're a dumb animal because you got the shot. No, I, I don't do that. Because you get more flies with honey than you do vinegar. And you walk up to somebody with an attitude telling them what a dumb animal they are because blah, 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 blah. That's not going to go over well. And even if you're telling them the truth, they won't receive it. So that's not what I do. I generally become very neutral in my tone, non-confrontational in my tone. And very matter-of-factly, very confidently speak the truth. And these little children, literally, I mean, metaphorically, reach into their diaper and start throwing shit at you because they can't handle the truth. They can't handle the truth of how ignorant they have been all of their lives. They can't handle the truth and accept the truth of how sheepish they are to be led to do such things simply because the people on the television told them to or because their government told them to. They're too unconscious to realize what government is to realize what governments have always been, to realize that this is a global deception designed for global tyranny, a global one world government, and to wipe out all the small to medium businesses and the independent sources of income for, we'll just say, the little guy. Try to explain that to people who haven't figured that out for themselves and, and watch the fireworks display. And people like me, and this is not saying I'm so great, I'm just saying people like me and people like you guys that listen to me, I don't think you'd listen to me if you thought I was a fucking total lunatic. We are like one, what, one in a thousand? One in 10,000? One in a hundred thousand? And we are not received well if we're telling people things. We are not welcomed, or if we are welcomed, all we got to do is start telling the truth. All of a sudden, you're no longer welcome here. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. Or, or whatever it is that manifests. So there are too few of us I don't know what the ratio is. I'm guessing here. I'm just one in a thousand, one in 10,000, one in a hundred thousand. Um, people like me, people like you guys, because I'm sure the people that listen to my stuff really know what's going on. If through nothing more than listening to my stuff, but that would be arrogant to assume that. And I don't, but if by nothing else, if you've been following my stuff, you have a good sense of what's going on, but I'm quite convinced that people take in sources, information from lots of multiple different sources. And you start to realize there's a common theme with certain people that see what's going on. We really are a rare breed. That's not to say we're better or we're above anybody or anything else, but we may very well be at a higher level of perception, of consciousness, intelligence. And that's not to say everybody's dumb. And we're surrounded by these people. And it seems to me having such a little impact, if any at all, that a year and a half through this ridiculousness, what it took to wake people up to the reality that those of us that have been talking about it from the beginning, remember, I've said it before, and you can go look on my BitChute channel of the same name and see it for yourself. February 25th of 2020, I did my first video on Corona hoax, telling everybody that it was all bullshit, that it was for lockdowns, for fucking economic destruction. And this was my initial interpretations, um, seeing the writing on the wall, and then we saw all that shit unfold. I I've seen this shit from the beginning, and it is so rare that I run into people that have any clue, have any clue, and just simply trying to share with them politely, kindly, gently, passively even, 
logic, reason, truth, or any of that. It's just like, oh my fucking God, how did I wind up, wind up on this fucking planet? And how could it be that the equation is, for those of us that do, you are plagued with the ability to see and have no ability to get through to anybody else that does not to help and wake them up. I mean, I'm not religious, but I know the stories. If you think about the stories that you read of the Bible and Jesus, he had a hell of a time getting through to people. He did amass a following, but he went through his fair share of ridicule, people spitting venom at him, in the stories anyway, and not being received well, and if you, you know, yada, yada, yada. There wasn't always the way it was, but if you've read those stories and you know the Bible in any way, have gone through it and kind of understand, it's like humans are fucking programmed in such a way that it's like, why would you create a planet of people? Is that the right way of putting it? A race of beings that are like that. And then put a whole bunch of us down here that see or have the capacity to see and literally make it so that we can't get through to the masses. So that we can't get through to the guy, you know, at the bus stop or, you know, whatever random place you might start to chat somebody up or they might start to chat you up. And we can't get through. And it's taken, it wasn't until people started dying and there were massive health effects to the shot that these people started to at least begin to ask bigger questions and then begin to seek the answers because, well, they got two shots and their body's all fucked up now. Or somebody they loved got two shots and they died. Or they're all fucked up now. Guillain-Barre or whatever the things are that are coming out of this. Heart disease, heart inflammation, blah, blah, blah. Just the whole laundry list of these fucking side effects that people are having after taking the shot. To be honest with you, I find it quite frust or frustrating. Sometimes it can be borderline incensing that those of us that see are treated the way that we are in public if you would I mean not out in the public but just by other people out in the world that will respond in these ways whether it's the random stranger friend family loved one friend of a friend whatever it is however you might come into contact with somebody and i naturally want to communicate with people i naturally like to connect with people and since i've put in I guess it's been about 17 years at this point of autodidactical self-education. Yeah, it's fair to say I got a lot of shit rattling around in my head. I know a lot of things. I'm not saying I'm from a place of arrogance or that I know all things or that I'm so great or anything. I'm just saying you can't do the type of fucking consuming information that I've done for almost 17 fucking years now and not start acquiring some level of knowledge about, well, however many subject matters you study during that 17-year period. So to have put in all that time to made all the sacrifices of personal time, free time, chasing skirt time, or whatever other thing, going to the bar time I might have otherwise done, to make all those sacrifices of, of you know, your personal time and to, to literally put in the work that it takes to consume the information that gives rise to the awareness, then the awareness starts to broaden to be able to have the eyes to see, to have spent all of the time that I have to do that for myself. I feel as flaccid as a limp dick to be able to share what I've learned with anybody else. Why? Because everybody's got an ego. That ego tells them that, that what they see and perceive is correct because, hey, we need to feel significant even if in our own mind and because of the ego. And hey, pride. Pride is another one. Um, so largely what we face when we experience these things, meaning I'm assuming some of you out there have too, is you are literally butting up against somebody's fucking unevolved ego. If they're psychologically like children, the childlike state that they're in and then their ego fires off so you get the child and the ego that is they've obviously never done any work to um tame or keep 
control over, as well as their fucking pride. And to realize that you are not going to get through to somebody because of those fucking reasons, yeah, it's kind of infuriating. It, it, it's fucking infuriating. People are not willing or capable to humble themselves. So few people are willing or capable to be uncomfortable, just literally taking in, consuming, having someone present to them objective truths that they have not perceived themselves. Truths that still remain imperceptible to them. And the responses that they spit out, for lack of a better way of putting it, to those people who are literally going out of their way to try to show them something that they have not been capable of their own devices to see for themselves. You know, I, I guess I'm just very unique. If somebody walked up to me and started sharing a bunch of information for me, my ego does not get butthurt because you said something that proves me wrong with something that I, maybe I never even told you about. But you saying it to me, and I start thinking about what you said, I come to realize, wow, I've been wrong about that the whole time. I would just say that in my head and begin the process of releasing that perspective or belief because I now see, because somebody else was kind enough to share some information with me that helped me to see that I actually had it wrong. I don't have a lot of pride that I have to fight through. I don't have a huge ego. I just have confidence in the fact that I know what the fuck I know because I put the time in. And look at how quickly, and for me, I see it, the immature, the psychological child, the ego-driven douchebag will try and flip that around on me or you as being some arrogant prick, full of yourself, know-it-all, pick your label where they're trying to put you down, make you feel small, pull you down to their level like crabs in a bucket. All because you simply tried to show them something that they were incapable of seeing for themselves. Think about that. And then they have to sit with the fact that they were fooled, that they were fools, that, that in some respects, they were stupid. Hey, I've been stupid so many fucking times in my life. So again, when I call people stupid, if I say these phrases, it's not like I've never been there, that I've never suffered from this shit. I'm not coming from a place of my shit don't stink. I've always been an awakened, evolved being, and I'm so much better than you. No, I've come from the quote unquote depths of fucking hell to get to where I am now as far as knowledge and understanding, meaning a dumb, ignorant motherfucker that caused or because of my ignorance had a lot of pain, suffering, turmoil, torment thrust into my fucking life. I thrust it into my own fucking life, whatever that's taught me these things. But you know, you can't tell somebody your life story to help them understand how you've arrived at the place that you are uh, of knowledge or wisdom or awareness or consciousness or any of that type of stuff. Cause you don't have time to tell somebody your life story. And here's the thing, they wouldn't believe it anyway. They, I just cannot fucking believe the type of childish, ridiculous shit that I have encountered through this shit over the last year and a half. It's fucking appalling on levels that I can't even quantify in the English language. And it's offensive as fuck because I don't come at anybody from a place of being a bull in a China closet. I really know what it takes to get through to a human that you don't know and, or somebody that you barely know or an acquaintance or something. You've got to be kind of neutral. You've got to be kind in your delivery. You can't be condescending and critical because you'll start shutting those fraggles, fragile psychologies down or start to kick up their ego and find how quick and how quickly you'll find that many people's egos are girded with their pride. So I've just kind of just recently gotten to the point where <sighs> I give up trying to communicate to people in this world, meaning when you're out in the world, in the random ways I've talked about or mentioned in this video that you can meet people, encounter people, strike up a conversation with them, chat somebody up. I'm just done with it. Fucking done with it, done with it, done with it. Because for all of the 
intentions that I've put forth that are benevolent, that are coming from a, a, I guess you could say altruistic place. It's like, hey, I'd like you to know too, so that more of us know, and then maybe you can help other people know so that we can get ourselves out of the situation. I, I just cannot believe the amount of shit that I've gotten, that I've had thrown at me. Um, or those people that will just cut you off, um, not respond to you, uh, not call you back, or you know, all kinds of other shit where people can exhibit their dislike of you, you or your efforts in a passive aggressive way and tell everybody around them, well, I didn't do anything. It's just, I am so fucking sick and tired of the psychological fucking games, the psychological children, the unconscious, unevolved, unaware, uneducated, not even curious enough to do any research for themselves. And I've spent so much time trying to help these people to see those that I encounter. And it's just fucking, it's gotten to the point where it's sickening to me and I don't even want to try. Um, I'll do videos when the mood hits me, when the, you know, the stars align right and my mind, you know, fires up and I'll share what I see, what I know, what I understand, comprehend my perceptions, all that stuff with the internet doing videos, knowing that the vast majority of the people that stumble across my stuff are looking, seeking, are on a similar page or wavelength as I am and have found me at some point in the last couple of years, whatever. Um, and in some cases, that's just, you know, preaching to the choir, because if you guys already know, then, you know, if nothing else, listening to somebody like me might be, give you some solace that there is, you know, other motherfuckers out there that see this shit and uh, we just can't get through. I mean, the level of control over people's minds that we see the level of damage that's done to the minds by parents and society and teachers and pastors and preachers that damages the developing minds of the develop or the, the developing mind of the developing child to the point that when they're in their 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s, you're dealing with a psychological child. You're dealing with somebody who's wholly ignorant. You're dealing with somebody who's largely probably never read a book, never sought to self-educate themselves, never sought to do anything to to improve themselves. I mean, and when I say I'm not talking about lifting weights or losing weight or anything like that. Well, losing weight could be one because being extremely heavy or obese can be really bad for your health, but um, it, it just, I, I, I feel so fucking despondent and apathy on some levels is creeping in because, you know, the, the old saying, you, you can only kick a dog so many times before it stops coming back. And I've just, from the most, from the purest place, from a loving place, from a benevolent place, from a, I care about humans place, from all these places that I come from that are not rooted in ego and any negative or toxic or fucking anything like that. I, I'm just so fucking sick and tired of the fucking responses that I get and how these people respond, react, and behave. It, it, it's just, it's, I don't want to say it's soul crushing, but you experience it enough times and it's like, you can kick a dog so many times and he won't come back. You know, you can only throw shit at somebody so many times before they're tired of fucking smelling shit or dealing with shit to the point where those of us that know just give up on trying to tell people. I mean, I have largely just through the objective reality that we all see unfolding for the last year and a half or actually a handful of years been driven to a place of seeing people as dumb, unthinking, bipedal, herd animals that are unconscious, unaware, unthinking, don't think for themselves, can't critically think, can't use logic, can't use reason. And these are all fundamental human faculties that we all need to be using. And if we are not, we are much more like animals. We are much more sheep-like, much more herd-like, much easier to be led or to be driven because we're not thinking for ourselves. And that's why I emphasize the importance of seeking wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, which you're only going to get through the most high. When you genuinely want truth, the most high will reveal it to you. But the, the vast majority of people stay stagnant. 
you know, much respect to the brother, the rebellious meat puppet, because it is a sad state of humanity with where the world is going that you can't even tell a loved one or a friend vital information without being attacked, without being gossiped about or slandered or having an argument ensue or a debate or a relationship ruined. You know, it, it's it's mind-boggling to a sense. That's why I give all praises to the Most High because I could be that person. I have been that person. You know, just like the brother said in the video, we are not born this way. We're not born, oh, we, we knew everything right off the bat. We're not coming from a place of arrogance. See, that's the thing people don't understand. It's that that's, that's their own insecurities projecting onto you when they see somebody who's confident and knows what they're talking about, especially when they know they're talking about something that wasn't given to them by the system. People don't like that. People react to you a certain way because of that. And it truly is a sad state for humanity. It really is. I have many things to be grateful for. I'm grateful for my family and my friends. I'm grateful for my life. And now truly knowing, recognizing and understanding my destiny and actively living it out. And like I said, I've never been this in tune with my mind, my body and my soul ever at any point in my life. Because my life has purpose and joy, regardless of how dark this world is. I'm still able to find my purpose and my joy. You know, I'm thankful and grateful to the Most High for putting it on my spirit, you know, to put together the Narrow Path of the Righteous podcast. You know, I'm grateful to have continued to grow and learn in all areas of my life that needed improvement. And like I had mentioned before, I took a huge pivot in this podcast when I realized the deception of the Torah and how it was still connected to religion. You know, realizing how the Torah is used as a divide and conquer method. You know, realizing that the so-called God of the Torah is a God of evil, democide, genocide, jealousy, manipulation, tyranny, war, and wickedness. You know, this was arguably one of the biggest reveals to me, if not the biggest. And I'm so ungrateful incredibly grateful to the most high you know i'm grateful to the most high and all of the supporters of the narrow path of the righteous podcast you know my goal has always been to share wisdom knowledge and understanding you know with those who seek it and need it the most it's always been my goal is to help people didn't go into it looking for a sponsorship or money or here's a link to my patreon or here's a link to my paypal or a link to my you know, Cash App never went into it that way because it's never been about that. It's about getting out of the system, you know, and the growth alone has been remarkable. You know, last time I checked, according to this so-called Spotify wrap, wrap up of the year, you know, the podcast, the message is in 59 countries and counting. 
since I checked, I guarantee it's over 60. You know, and the growth in and of itself, the views, the, the watchmanship, the engagement has been incredible. You know, we've had an additional 27 new countries began listening to us as of January of 2021 of this year. You know, that's when I look at stuff like that, because I don't look at metrics. I rarely go to the dashboard. But when I do, it's every few months. You know, I sometimes I accidentally look at it if you're on the page, but I don't actively seek to look at analytics and obsess about that because that's not what it's about. It's about just sharing the truth for those who need it, who want it. You know, when you when I go back and see those things, it's very difficult not to be thankful and grateful to the Most High and give all praises. There's no way I wouldn't be able to. I always pray before I even put a podcast up. You know, you hear the prayer at the end of the episode, but you best believe that there's one before and after the episode too. Because... I don't use a script, people. The only thing I'm putting together is the articles and the videos that I want to share for that episode. Other than that, I'm just the host. I'm just giving you my perspective. I'm just talking from the heart, the mind, and the soul, just off the cuff. You know, and it's been so freeing doing this. It's been so, it's been incredibly helpful. It helps me vent. It helps me connect with other people. It helps me, you know, think outside the box. I love sharing other people's perspectives. It helps me continue my journey of learning and growing. You know, another thing I'm thankful for is my growth with my lady and our, our relationship. You know, how we view, we truly view ourselves as a team. We've, we've never had an argument. Like a real actual argument in two years. We've had deep conversations. We've had situations where we did something to each other that bugged us. But we've always been able to come together as a team as a union you know and just witnessing her growth has been incredible because she definitely was not in the truth when I first met her like whatsoever she she always was the type of person who would look like question things to a degree or look into things but you know once you come across new information and you realize that you need to go deeper it's up to you whether you want to walk through that door i didn't i'm not the reason why she she is at a point she's at i've helped i've aided but ultimately she needed to take that first step and looking back that's that's why we still are together is because she was willing to begin the process of knowing herself she was willing to begin the process of healing herself from all her past traumas and pains and become the woman that she was destined to be and it's been an amazing amazing journey it's been incredible to witness and be a part of because we are both aligned on the same page 100 percent. and in these days if you look around at people's relationships you got one person arguing about not taking the mark of the beast and you have another person arguing that they need to and so many relationships just ruined because the people are not on the same page mentally, physically, or spiritually. You know, especially the importance of being aligned. You need that if you want to walk on the narrow path of the righteous. <clears throat> you can't be on this path and then you have somebody else who wants to live for the world. It's just never going to work. Otherwise, you're not genuine. There's no way it'll work. You'll know that you need to end it. 
or if you keep playing along, you know you know you're not being genuine. You know, I'm grateful to all the brothers and sisters in the truth, every single last one of them. I'm forever grateful to them. There's so many they've they've heard their names mentioned in pre uh, multiple episodes. You know who I'm talking about. Much love to all of them. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, mind, and soul. Thank you for putting the time in. Thank you for caring enough to learn. Thank you for being selfless and sharing wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Thank you for going against the grain, even if that meant losing family and friends, even if that meant losing career opportunities or jobs. Thank you for being a light for a lot of people and helping them and just passing on the baton, passing on the torch so that that person can illuminate their own light and continue their journey and pass it on to the next person because it is really about each one teaching one and coming together and supporting each other and uplifting each other and getting up out of Babylon. That's all you should be focused on. That's why I told you earlier, I, I have dreams. You know, if you were to ask, my, ask me, where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? And I thought about this yesterday. And most people are going to give you, you know, a response like, oh, the pandemic's over and like we're back to normal. And, you know, I got, you know, a new career, a new job. I got a new home. I got a new Tesla, like all these just generic answers. My answer is I see myself with my family, a big family, as big as I want it to be. I picture myself on my land, on my property with enough space for a garden that I can feed my whole entire family with enough space that I can let my dogs roam and run around freely and hang out and have multiple of them. A world in which my work only consists of ensuring that the food, there's food for my children and that the house is upkept, that I'm being the leader. I'm still learning. That's my work. That's my, that's my actual real work. You know, I'm going to be next to the ocean i'm gonna have mountains in the background of the ocean i'm gonna have the sun there's gonna be no chemtrails there's gonna be no need for money there's not gonna be no allopathic doctors or hospitals feeding us poisons anymore people are gonna be living off the earth i'm gonna have my family next to me on that land so that we can pass it down to our children and children's children i'm gonna have uh, neighbors in community that have enough room for themselves we're not fighting over land because the land is our is all of ours that we share amongst each other my children will be homeschooled my children i'll be surrounded by my babies every day my kids every day will be an adventure every day will be learning every day will be growing like the plant with enough nourishment from the sunlight and the water clean water there will be no wars There'll be no talking heads on TV. There'll be no government. There'll be no taxation. There'll be no starvation. There'll be no middle class, you know, lower class, upper class. There'll be none of that. And I know it'll come true. That's why I say don't give up on your dreams. Don't let this darkness put you in despair. If you find yourself in that despair, lean on the Most High or seek the Most High if you don't know the Most High know yourself too because you're capable of so many things that you don't even know you yourself listening right now you are a unique individual a unique man or a unique woman you are a gift to this world that's how you should look at it 
live that out be that accept that own it become who you were meant to be no need to keep running face your fear and you'll see what you're capable of and these are some of the countless reasons why I'm thankful and grateful to the most high and that I give all praises but there's too many to count it's too many to count but I'm going to continue doing this work until the most high shows me that the work has been completed good job thank you my son good job and then my soul will be at peace for eternity I'll be able to live out in the actual creation of the most high not this hell that we're living through so my message to you is focus on the areas of your life that you're grateful for focus on the areas of your life that you want to improve in create a plan and execute it focus on your connection not only to yourself and getting to know yourself but your alignment and connection with the creator with nature with the world with your neighbors with community how can you be a better person how can you add value and i'm not talking about it from a money standpoint i'm talking about it from a soul to soul standpoint we can do better and we will do better and i wish you all the best peace and blessings to all of the righteous men and women of the most high Peace and blessings to all of those who have been on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High, and to those who are beginning on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High. May the Most High continue to bless you, protect you, guide you, and provide you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. May your life be fulfilled. And may you have peace of mind all of your days, along with your family lineage. All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. Peace.